You're listening to Outside In with Theatre in the Rough. My name's Becky Downing and I'll be here every Sunday during the COVID-19 lockdown, bringing you a little slice of the outside world. From interviews to new writing and performances, Outside In Sunday sessions are here to bring you up to speed with all things creative, with brand new content from emerging artists and nationwide companies. Thank you for joining us for our first ever episode of Outside In Sunday Sessions with Theatre in the Rough. I'm your host, Becky Downing, and we've got some serious treats for you today, listeners. We've got a double whammy of interviews coming up with the wonderful Jennifer Essex from Fully Booked Theatre, and none other than the infamous Stockport Spider-Man, who'll be talking to us about their latest heroic ventures. We've also got some gorgeous new content from the lovely Amelia Glyden, who will be sharing some tips and tricks with us on how to stay uplifted during lockdown. And last but not least, we've got some brand new poetry coming your way from the multi-talented Sabrina Parker. Stay tuned. This week, I'm joined by the wonderful Jennifer Essex from Fully Booked Theatre via telephone. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today and being our guinea pig interviewee as well. (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure. Um, So I just wanted to um, start talking about um, your theatre company. Can you tell us a little bit more about fully booked um, and the history behind it, sort of how you got started, things like that? Yeah, sure. So, um, this is very far back, but I, I was a ballet dancer to start with, and um, then I got very tall, so I became a contemporary dancer, and I've been making shows basically for stages for a long, long time. Um, and then I ended up performing outside at an outdoor festival, and I just realised that there was such a direct kind of communication with audiences there that yeah. they were really more involved and that I really liked that um, but the, the company so Fully Book kind of grew out of that I had a show an idea for a show called Space Little Princess um, about a princess who wants to be an astronaut <laughs> I had kind of like a few images that I saw and I thought she would wear a paper dress a paper princess dress that she would like bust free of um, yeah. but I really I needed to work with a writer because images don't make a story don't make a show so um I asked my, my partner, Harry Mann, to work with me, and he didn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> but now he does do it all the time, and we've been working together for four years, and it works really well because although he's a kind of a poet whose work is often very formal, he's also really funny, and he's got a really um, playful way with words. So, yeah, so that kind of combination of, of me doing more of the movement and choreography and him doing the, the writing, that's kind of our company and we make interactive theatre for children and families. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so the idea is that we kind of make games and challenges for the audience to take part in. So we're like trying to put them at the centre of the action. Yeah. Like pretty chaotic, but it's, it's really fun. So that's um, what that company is about, is kind of trying to take uh, theatre out of the theatres and take it out of the hands of the performers and kind of share it yeah share it with the audience a bit. Mm, yeah. that's brilliant how how much of it would you say is um interactive then um in terms of like your obviously you've got a choreograph and pre-plan um a lot of things as well um how much of it is actually interactive on the day and how does it change with the audience so that's like it's something that we've been playing with so we've made two shows together so far and what we've we've have a narrative and we have an idea and then we have we insert these kinds of games or challenges within it so that um, <laughs> there's 
specific bits where it's it's like we need we need the help of the audience. So probably now it's like almost fifty fifty that we drive that we drive the story, um, and then uh, the kids drive the playful and the action and the kind of yeah. Um, there are a lot of momentum behind it, and so the shows, although they tell the same story the whole time, it's different from day to day because kids find different ways of being on stage. Yeah, we kind of go with that as much as we can. You know, sometimes you'll have a kid who's just a star. You know, like they've got all the moves. Yeah, they're an amazing rocket, and like they can, they're just killing it every day. So then, of course, the show kind of follows them as one is like more pleasure for the audience and watching this amazing child take off you know yeah oh my goodness yeah I love that how it's all about the audience then and their story kind of thing that's great um so uh, tell me a little bit more about this um hashtag fully booked challenge you you guys are doing at the moment so we were supposed to do a show at the Fox Foundation in April and yes. obviously <laughs> we couldn't do that um so let's just start thinking um I don't know, for all those people who bought tickets, what can I do? It's like, you can't really film the shows because the best part of yeah. it is this kind of playfulness and interaction and stuff. So, um, but how we build the shows or how we make the shows is really about um, building games and challenges. So I just thought, oh, I'll make some challenges on Instagram. So I think about every day I set a new challenge that kids or adults or anybody can yeah. do at home. Well, yeah, so anybody like like me, like, yeah, like, the, the kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, honestly. It, it was it was a great challenge uh, for anyone listening right now. The today's challenge uh, on the day of this interview was um, create a routine out of uh, kick steps. That's right, isn't it? Um, steps yeah, that involve him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I tried to do it a little bit earlier today and uh, nearly impaled myself and also <laughs> was just I mean it was a great workout it was honestly it was brilliant um but I am I mean I think I'm still recovering out of breath from it <laughs> it's wonderful yeah I got quite sweaty making it yeah yeah well but I can yeah, imagine yeah oh uh, so what um, a different ones every day a different um, one every so day did, yeah so we did um making uh kicks and then making your favorite character from a book but only using kicks pieces of clothes or making a costume for yourself using only paper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do next, but yeah, so there'll be a different challenge of the day that you can kind of complete in your own way. And um, yeah, and then I can interact with people. So if they tag me in them, then I can kind of see them and have a, at least a little conversation and we can feel like we're a little bit part of each other's worlds again, which is oh. really nice because it's really hard being a performer with nobody to perform to. Yeah, oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, uh, there's myself and so many of us, obviously, when it's a really similar position at the moment with everything going on it is kind of like working out interesting ways where you can reach an audience and still have that like connection and that creativity going on and uh, yeah it's really wonderful I love the hashtag idea uh, it's really great especially in light of like what you were saying about the kind of performances that you guys do and stuff being so interactive and immersive based and things like that yeah it's really really great idea um, so where can people find that if um ju- just so that you uh, have the chance to plug it? We're on Instagram at fully booked theater. Um and the hashtag is fully booked challenge. Um, ha- hashtag so, yeah, fully booked challenge. In if you want to. <laughs> it, it would make me very, very, very happy. I'll be there, honestly, I'll be carrying on and I'll have a six pack by the end of the week, I'm <laughs> That's sure. Amazing. 
Uh, obviously, you received the ACE funding for your newest piece, How Long is a Piece of String? Um, yeah. Is that in connection with the hashtag challenge or is that a different uh, project altogether? No, this was, um, I was kind of last one in the door before they closed their project grant. Yeah. So this was a project that I conceived of before and... Um, yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, again, it was supposed to be an interactive piece. So I thought about this story. I wanted to tell a story just through sound and movement. And I imagine these kind of two characters covered from head to toe in long ropes of hair. And, um, yeah, because they're all kind of covered in hair, there's no noise at the picture. You're not thinking, oh, they're really pretty or they've got a big nose. You're just seeing the movement and listening yeah. to the sound of them. And I just thought, I, was, I don't know, I just thought that those characters were really big in my mind and that yeah. I had to play with them. That was the idea behind it. And I've got an amazing costume designer that I've been working with called Emily Spreadborough. And mm. um, so I thought, oh, she'll be able to come up with some stuff. And we have been, you know, we've got a Pinterest board where we're sharing still ideas and I think at the idea space of working the distance is kind of okay yeah you can share like things that are inspiring you I've got like you know pages of notes about what what things I'm looking at and what things I'm interested in lots of kind of slapstick stuff and Charlie Chaplin yeah those kind of things that's amazing um, but yeah then eventually obviously I need to put the costume on a dancer yeah <laughs> and I don't know how to do that anymore yeah it's that it's and that difficulty so... of bridging the gap isn't it between like the preparation of everything and actually getting in the room because so much of creating theatre is about what happens in the room and stuff isn't it as well yeah and, yeah definitely yeah and just like definitely, different definitely. hiccups and stuff that you work out and like even I mean what the concept behind it sounds absolutely gorgeous I'm I mean as I'm as you're telling me it I'm kind of picturing almost like jellyfish like creatures yeah um, yeah <laughs> really really imaginative I love it um so what um going forward with that project um how are you um, planning to kind of continue working on it? Do, will the date change um, of the actual presentation? Will it become a virtual uh, performance? What kind of things are you looking into doing? Um, I don't, I'm not sure yet because the original was just a work in progress and yeah. was supposed to be at Dance City in September. Right, okay. So I don't know because it changes so much, doesn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. by, the end of, by the beginning of May, yeah. or <laughs> it could be 18 months, or, you know, so... I'm, I'm going to wait and see a little bit. I, my original plan was that I'd like to get some dances in the studio over the summer, so kind of just waiting and seeing about how that plays out. Yeah. I mean, even if, you know, if Emily could send me a costume, then I can start... It depends how much that costs to post. I don't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I can start playing with a lot myself, and we can do a lot with, um, you know... Everybody's on Zoom now, so those yeah. kinds of things about being kind of in the space together-ish, that could be interesting. Yeah. could be fun to see how people react to that and, like, um, yeah, and maybe you know, posting things on Instagram and see yeah. how people react to things differently on there. The composer's really interesting, too. She wanted to use some of the sounds um, from the audience to create the sound score. 
Oh, wow. Kind of with the idea of yarn, like we want to create these yarn balls that people kind of whisper into that could be recorded and played back to them kind of at speed or louder or softer or really slow to kind of distort it. But the, you could hear your own voice, so there might be something that you could do with that over distance. Yeah, I to do know. with I've got echoes. A, I've got a call with them next week to figure out what we can do and what we have to yeah. wait for. I mean, do you know what? At least, um, I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a technophobe, to be honest, as well. But this whole lockdown has just made me, like, really, really appreciate uh, all of the technology that we have in the Western world and, like, being able to have things, like you say, like Zoom and, like, those kind of face-to-face meetings and, you know, still... I mean, there's still so much that you can do with sound and, and things. I mean, hopefully, like, we'll see how this uh, interview turns out sound-wise. <laughs> but I mean it yeah no it's it's really great that you've got so many ideas around it and like how to kind of not just combat but work with the situation and stuff as well I'm really excited to see what that project is is going to turn out to be uh yeah honestly yeah in a way it's it's kind of nice to really really not know yeah and to just wait and see yeah what comes up where the energy is, what presents itself, and I, I guess you just have to be kind of open and, yeah, yeah. hopeful, open and hopeful. Open and hopeful, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, you your company has a history of adapting to outdoor, indoor spaces. I know you guys do a lot of tours. Uh, what's the, is this the most unusual kind of situation? I mean, well, it, it probably most definitely is, but is there any other really unusual uh, places that you've performed or things that you've had to adapt to with uh, your work being so interactive? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we perform in parks and parking lots, theatres, libraries, but I don't think there's anywhere that unusual yet. Yeah. We're definitely open to a challenge. You know? <laughs> if anybody, you know, if anyone's got an idea, <laughs> Yeah, shout out. Does anybody want like a, a garden <laughs> performance or something? Like yeah. Maybe like a castle? I would be up for a castle. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of brings a, a bit of a royal uh, element to it then, doesn't it? Get a bit of a status boost at performance at a castle. It'd be pretty good. Um, oh, lovely. Oh, well, um, how um, best are we able to keep up to date with what you guys are doing over the coming months and stuff then with Fully Booked? Um, that would be great. We've got a website. We're trying to add a few kind of downloadable games and stuff to that. So that's um, www.fullybookedtheatre.com and there's links to all of our social stuff. So that's where we are more active. Um, and Instagram is at fullybookedtheatre and we'll do the challenges on there. If anybody wants to come <laughs> and hang out, we would love that. I'm sure people will definitely be onto that. Everyone's looking for something to do at the moment. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Well, last of all, uh, Jennifer, what is one message that Fully Booked would like to send out into the world uh, of its listeners right now? I keep thinking about what the Arts Council put out um, that said that according to the United Nations, there are four key qualities that we should reach for in times of crisis. Mm. Kindness, generosity, empathy and solidarity so that's what I'm trying to live by right now and so if anybody needs kindness generosity empathy or solidarity then feel free to get in touch I'm here for you (laughs) oh that's so lovely (laughs) oh no thank you so so much and thank you for taking this interview as well it's really lovely to hear 
what you're up to and so uh, nice to talk to you really oh, nice. I know you too um, and best of luck with everything as well Fully Booked Theatre is a children's dance theatre company specialising in both indoor and outdoor interactive performances for young audiences. Formed in 2017 by Canadian dance choreographer Jennifer Essex and English poet Harry Mann, Fully Booked Theatre have toured libraries, theatres and festivals. Fully Booked joyfully plops the worlds of dance and poetry into the mixer and whizzes the two together. The company delivers indoor and outdoor performances and workshops, collaborating with established partners nationally and internationally from the worlds of literature, dance, music and technology. If you'd like to check out what Fully Booked Theatre are up to over the coming months, please head to their website, fullybookedtheatre.com, where you can find their Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and more information about their upcoming work. Inside out. Creeping ferns seem to lean through the doors. Half in, half out, their shadows fall on floors. The only way the outside gets in these days. I lean the stem of my spine towards the sunlight, stretching out my hands. Please nourish me, I beg the sun as it sinks. Street lamps just don't feel the same. My face pressed up against the glass. My breast pushed up to the window. I can taste fresh air. Let the inside out. That was Inside Out by Sabrina Parker. Sabrina Parker is a poet slash singer-songwriter who uses her poetry to inspire her lyric writing. She started writing poetry from a young age and has recently started publishing her work on at Sabrina Writes Poetry on Instagram. Outside In is a two-part non-profit project that aims to battle loneliness and boredom in isolation and share uplifting and inspirational creative material from various artists and theatre companies with the theme of bringing the outside in. If you or anyone you know would like to contribute to our longer form weekly podcast, which will aim to promote and share the work of creatives during these uncertain times, please don't hesitate to get in touch via email at info at with your name and details of what you'd like to contribute. Hola, bonjour, guten tag, hello and yo. You are listening to Amelia Glyden on Outside In. This is the part of the show where I'm going to talk to you about what I do to stay positive through these weeks of isolation. Right. So this is my second week of isolation. I'm sure it's less for other people or a lot more for others. But no matter where you are, whether you're with your family and your parents are talking too much about grandkids already, or you're with a partner and your conversation's drying up a little bit, or you're just on your own and you're absolutely sick of your own reflection, I'm here to say that it is actually okay and there is going to be a light at the end of this tunnel Tunnel might be long, tunnel might be short, but there's definitely a bright light at the end. And we want to get to that light feeling positive, not like crawling through uh, being the worst versions of ourselves. So, yeah, um, this is, we'll give you something different every week. But this week, what's really helped me is, you know, when your alarm goes off or at the moment I'm not even setting an alarm, I'm just 
waking up when the sun rises. But yeah, when you wake up in the morning, before you go on your phone, obviously look at what time it is. But before you actually like get out of bed, I'd make like a rough idea in your head for the day. So whether it's like, right, I'm going to get up, I'm going to stay in my pyjamas and cook egg on toast or something like that. Or you're like, no, I'm going to get changed straight away and then do this and then have this for tea tonight. Make a rough plan of like two or three things you want to complete that day. So then when you get to like two o'clock, which is me every day so far, and you're like, but I just have nothing to do. It's like, okay, what did I say in my head this morning? Was it that I needed to do a run today? Was it I need to take dogs for a walk? Or was it that I have to actually fold up my clothes and put them away like have you ticked off what you've done for that day so you feel like you're still achieving something it doesn't matter if you don't make it you're not written it down anyway you're not disappointing anyone just in your head you kind of know ah I've done that I completed my task today so that's really good before you get bombarded with things and if things change throughout the day mum's like run out of lemons go get some lemons go get those lemons because it's your day and like these tasks can change every day and if you don't do it one day you remember it and talk about it in your head in the next morning so then for me once I'm out of bed I will try and make my bed I am like a 13 year old boy sometimes I will just throw the sheet up and down so it kind of looks like it's flat and made but no like added cushions which if you do that absolutely lovely total respect for you um but yeah, then I know, I'm like, right, that's done. I'm really going to try and not get back in it. Like, I'll sit on top of it. I'm sitting on top of it now. So I'll sit on top of it, but I won't get in and lie down in it until actually I go to sleep. Because otherwise, I'll get into this pattern and of just, like, going back to bed. And I can lie here for hours. My bed's amazing. So, yeah, my advice is do not get back into bed until it's actually bedtime sit on it fine put a little blanket around you fine but don't lie in and put your head in that pillow because you'll only regret it because your body will get used to being in this lying down position it'll get like used to really really thinking in bed where bed's your peace time that's when you sleep you rest you let go of the day but if you come into bed because you're feeling sad during the day you're going to bring that energy into bed and your body and your mind will remember it that's it for me this week I hope that you have a little something to take away with you even if you're not ready to do it this week have it in the back of your mind and know that it's always there negativity is just a mindset and we are all strong enough to change that we can be positive throughout this craziness in this world we're all going through it and we just need to support each other I'll be back next week with more positive vibes peace out so today I'm joined by the brains and brawn behind the infamous Stockport Spider-Man operation, Andrew Baldock and Jason Bird. Spider-Man, it's a privilege to have you here today. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the project? Um, Andrew, why don't you start us off? Um, people probably already know that me and Jason um, teach martial arts at Jason's Academy in Redditch. And I've had costume myself some time put it on to cheer the kids up on one of our online videos, then just decided to go for a walk around my estate and um, kind of spiralled from that. Uh, Jason saw it, wanted to join in so he could do it around his area and then with the power of Jason, because uh, he's the, the media 
media king. The media is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just absolutely crazy. Oh, amazing! Oh, so how did so that's how it kind of came about initially? How did you source the costumes and everything? Are they just something that you both already had? I actually put it out on my Facebook. Um, I, know, I know quite a lot of people in my area, and I, uh, I, I remember one of my friends actually dressed up as Spider Man and took his little girl to school for World Book Day. Oh. So I sent him a message. Yeah, I sent him a message. But he's about he's about seven, and I was like, "Is there any chance I can just wear a <laughs> uniform and see if it fits?" And um, he said, "Yeah, just pop round for it." So I went round to his house. He he didn't know what I needed it for, and then I told him it was like a fair play, and. Uh, well, I had to cut the feet off uh, <laughs> of the suit because it was so big. But um, yeah, he's been a star. Without, without him borrowing his, his, his suit, uh, obviously none of this would have been possible. And that's it. Then the rest, the rest is history. We both started going out each day, and it's just grew, grew in popularity, and it's just expanded all across the world now. I mean, I had Captain America join me today. Uh, Jason uh, bumped into uh, Batman. Oh, I love that. You're uh, just having superhero socials. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting, it's getting really, really big now. Um, I say we, it's been as far as field there's, there's people in the States doing it that have been sent pictures of and stuff like that. It's, it's just growing and growing and growing. And we've got quite a lot of uh, costume um, companies and uh, impersonator companies that do it obviously for a living because we're not going to take this away from anybody. Yeah. It's just something to try and make the kids smile. But they're all getting on board now as well. So we've got, I think we've got Moana and Elsa going out tomorrow in an area, but they're going to be, they're going to be singing while they're going down the streets. Oh, like lovely. So yeah. Yeah. So a little something yeah. for everyone really, isn't it? Oh, so what does it, what does like a daily venture look like for Spider-Man then, Jason? What, what's that kind of like for you? Uh, well, well, mine today was, it was, it was incredible today. I, every single car that drives past beeps the horn. <laughs> um, I've had people, yeah, when the roads are not as busy, I've had people slowing down and saying, can you stand behind the car and get a selfie? And uh, I ran up to a local primary school today, which put a message to us and said, the kids will be in the playground at one o'clock, is there any chance you could come down? And oh. as soon as I turned around the corner, the kids were shouting, the teachers had the iPad out. And yeah, it's been it's been fantastic talking to either, even like the, the elderly people in the area. They, when I'm speaking to them, they're just saying, you're cheering us all up. So uh, fair play to you and just keep it going. So everyone is so, so, so supportive. Um, we do get the odd person kind of not understanding exactly what we're doing, but we are... We are in talks with our local uh, police, Great Manchester Police, yeah. and they're super supportive as well. They've shared our stuff. We had a policeman even try and meet us, and he met both myself and Andrew en route um, and had a photo with us and stuff. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we're in talks at the minute. Andrew doesn't know this, but there's vans going round Stockport, um, you know, like the video vans that play yeah. videos on the side of the van. Well, they're going to have... Uh, Spider-Man on the side of that, talking to the kids and stuff, telling them to stay indoors and stuff. So it's oh wow, it's gone, yeah, it's gone unbelievably. Yeah. I mean, when I was talking to um, the inspector, the inspector yesterday, because I was like trying to get advice on you know what can we do, how far can we go, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and he was saying he thinks it's brilliant what we're doing because we are enforcing the rules and 
you know, th- those distances and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we can kind of reach a community that the police can't. Um, so he was actually really appreciative of everything we were doing because we were getting the word out to, you know, to stay safe, to keep in that distance, to only go out for that exercise or essential food. Yeah. So what, um, so obviously you've had loads of really positive feedback and stuff as well. Have you, have you had yep. any challenges that you've kind of come across while you're creating this? Not in person. Um, there's been a couple of remarks um, on some of the groups yeah. um, of, like, of sort of people going, oh, you shouldn't be going out, you're causing the danger. But, you know, we're ready to sort of say, well, do you know what? We're using our allotted time. Uh, we're staying within the rules, uh, you know, and, you know, we're trying to sort of like say, you know, we're just doing this to put smiles on faces. But even then, we're making sure that we're doing everything we're told to do yeah absolutely even, yeah even, even superheroes have to follow the rules <laughs> yeah so, well it's and it's and even when that happens everyone's so supportive anyway because you know people come st- straight into those conversations and go it's all right they're doing good this thing you know yeah. so it, it, it a positive even comes out of, of those conversations yeah absolutely and they're important conversations to have as well i mean you know it's as good. you say even superheroes have to to follow the rules as well and there's a it's a really lovely um a really lovely and clever idea and thinking outside the box about you know how to engage with the community and how to bring joy and even you know under these circumstances because it's such a it's such a unique and difficult situation and yeah I think you guys have really done a wonderful a wonderful job so you know congratulations so what what does the future look like at the moment for the Stockport Spiderman? Obviously, it's changing on a daily basis, really, isn't it? Based on what our information we're given about um, yeah, our situation yeah. in lockdown. So what what kind of things are you are you looking to do next? I know you mentioned about getting other superheroes involved before. Yeah, I think I think what we'd like to do if it ever gets to a stage where we can't obviously go out on our runs, mm. if if the worst does happen. Um, then I'd like to do something online. So um, obviously, myself and Andrew uh, are martial arts coaches at my martial arts school. So I was even thinking about a, a weekly Spider-Man training session <laughs> where we can go live in the group and teach the kids how to how to be Spider-Man, how to do martial arts, how to do all the moves that Spider-Man does. And then even with uh, we put a video out um, yesterday. Oh, is it this morning? We put a video out this morning about story time with so it's like superhero story time yeah so we'll read yeah. read books to the kids overnight time before they go to bed and stuff like that so um but my my ultimate goal is and i know andrew backs me on this i'd love nothing more and i've actually spoke to the greater manchester police and i'm in talks with the council now yeah um, when all this, all this blows over and we, we are able to go back to our normal lives of throwing a huge party in Stockport, a superhero party in the centre of Stockport, where everybody dresses up as a superhero just to celebrate. Everyone, kids, mums, dads, everyone. Oh, I love that. Oh, that'd be so special as well, isn't it? It's it's funny what you what you take for granted when you're able to kind of go out and about and all things like that, isn't it? So it sounds like a an excellent celebration ahead. Oh, well, last of yeah. all, lads, is there a message that you'd like to send out to your listeners from the Spider-Man themselves, then? Stay safe. Um, be good. Uh, look after each other. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and I'd, I'd just like to say um, just a massive thank you for all the support. Um, again, it's just been like an overnight viral trend that's happened, um, and the support is just unreal, and, and, and we can't thank everybody enough. 
the NHS are supporting, and um, yeah, it's just been a massive, massive pleasure to make uh, to know that we're we're trying to keep everybody happy out there, but just making sure that we uh, we let everybody know that the real superheroes are the NHS. Oh, honestly, guys, thank yep. you so much for your time. Stockport Spiderman, it's been an honour. <laughs> thank you. If you'd like to stay up to date with the Stockport Spider-Man, request a visit or take a look at some of their videos and photographs, then you can find all this and more on their Facebook page, Stockport Spider-Man. That's just about all we have time for this week, listeners, but we'd just like to say a massive thank you to everyone involved in the making of this week's episode and to all of our listeners out there. If you've enjoyed what you heard this week, then make sure to tune in next Sunday where we'll have more brand new content for you, including an interview with the fantastic Anthony Stewart Hicks, more uplifting tips and tricks from our very own Amelia Glyden, and more excellent new work to share from our creative contributors. If you really can't wait until Sunday for your next fix of Outside In, then fear not. Head over to our Facebook page, Theatre in the Rough Festival, where we've launched a daily release of poetry readings as part of our Outside In project. In response to rising anxieties and closing doors, we want to bring the outside back in during the COVID-19 lockdown. Brilliant performers from across the UK are each reading a poem that celebrates the natural world. Quite simply, it's a moment of lyricism and a moment to breathe. You've been listening to Outside In. Take care. Outside.